thank you for joining us on Love That VoiceOver, where we explore the people and projects behind the microphone. Hi, I'm Dave Fenoy, and you know, it just doesn't get any better than Love That VoiceOver with Rebecca Michaels. Brought to you by the talented voiceover artist, Rebecca Michaels-Haw, also known as Love That Rebecca. Hey, all you sexy, fantastic, fabulous listeners of Love That VoiceOver. Today, we have Rick Riley. And you may not have heard of Rick Riley, or maybe you have, but I bet you've heard Rick Riley if you have anything to do with NFL football or sports. Hey, Rick. Welcome. Welcome. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca. I'm waving. <laughs> and the crowd is cheering. <laughs> I, I have on my team colors. Yahoo! Yahoo! Well, let me tell you a little bit about Rick before we get into the interview. Rick is a former radio personality with almost 30 years behind the mic and 16 of those years doing a drive-time talk show in Miami. He's making notes on me on the side just for my own benefit, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> After being swept out with hundreds of others by the Clear Channel broom and a failed business venture, he got back to his roots and the reason he wandered into radio in the first place. He loved playing with audio, and that has now led to voiceover. Rick is in his third-year contract as the commercial promo documentary voice of the Minnesota Vikings, is a feature voice for NFL Films, and in the past two years has logged over 60, listen to me, that's a six and a zero, 60 half-hour TV documentaries, plus numerous shorter TV segments. Rick's website says he's an epic storyteller, and more than a few clients would agree with that. Thanks for joining us, Rick! Yay! Yeah, that was very well written. Nice job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, Rebecca said, give me a couple of lines about yourself. So yeah. I gave her a couple of lines. Yeah, yeah. And they were very well written. And I'm excited to have you here. Right, thank you. Um, you know, we're going to... We're I'm gonna... flattered that you would... I'm flattered that you would ask. Thank you very much. Well... You guys can check him out at www.rickreilly, spelled R-I-L-E-Y, voice.com. Because once you listen to the stories that Rick has to say about how he got started, listening to some of the audio that spurred him along, luckily we have these cherished pieces we can share with you. He's kept them, and you're going to enjoy what what, uh, you can find out more about Rick Riley. So Rick Riley should be... At least in every Minnesota Vikings household, let's say fan household, <laughs> oh, should be yeah, a, absolutely. in that in that uh, household name area. But let's talk about this first video that you wanted us to listen to. It's called Ronald Reagan's 100th Birthday Tribute for the Heritage dot org, and uh, is that a political organization? Well, it is, and the reason I gave that to you is you wanted a couple of things that um, may have been bench- benchmarks or pinnacles in uh, yeah. in my career or what I do, and and that was just something that stood out. You know, when I when I started voiceover, um, I didn't want to do voiceover. It wasn't my thing. I was encouraged by my wife to do it. Uh, you know, I said when I was in radio, I could entertain people. I had a very successful show in Miami. Uh, I went on for a number of years. You know, you don't do it's you don't do radio stuff, for yeah. for fifteen, sixteen years um, in one place. It's just you know, I, I was really blessed to have that. Yes. And when I left radio, 
one of the things that I, I, when I would listen back to what I did, I never liked the way I sounded doing commercials. <laughs> uh, oh, not at, not at all. It was not my thing. It just, it almost made me cringe. I would, I would turn it off. You know, we, we wait, all, wait a we minute. Listen- Let me pause and jump in here for okay. a second. You didn't mind your voice during the interviews, but you didn't like it when you read commercials. I did basically personality Drive radio. Time. Yeah, we got people home with a laugh. We did a lot of bits. We did a lot of, you know. Comedy, uh, as I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the listeners were the entertainment. So, yeah, that was, I could listen to the whole ball of wax. But when it came down to just delivering a commercial, you know, these people were storytellers. I could tell a story on the air. But I didn't like the way I sounded when I was being recorded. So I, I told my wife, I, you know, it's just, it's not my thing. There's guys <laughs> who are a lot better at me than doing that. And I don't. I really don't want to get into it. Wop, and, wop, wop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Exactly, exactly. So, so she said, do me a favor, talk to a friend of mine. Well, she had a friend who was well entrenched in voiceover, very successful. And as a matter of fact, he was, he was the uh, voice of divorce court for, you know, 15 years and uh, wow. was the late night announcer for uh, the Magic Johnson show at the time and all of that. And she said, talk to him. So I talked to him and he was very encouraging. And he pointed me toward, he said, here's what you need to do. He knew that I was, I was well versed in audio. And he said, go to voice one, two, three. He said, you know, just put a demo up there, start taking some jobs in, auditioning for the jobs, and just getting a feel for everything. So I did. What a crack up. And it was very, it was very slow. You know, I didn't, I, really? I got a couple of, oh yeah, yeah. I, Could you, can you, Rebecca. Can you tell us what I, year that was? I don't, I don't know when they started, but. That was 1913. <laughs> Tell the truth, Rick. You're also okay. a liar. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, 2009. Holy moly. So it wasn't, yeah. So it wasn't, you know, that long ago. No. So, yeah, things have happened quickly for me. But you gotta, you got to remember, I've been doing radio for 29 years. I'm no spring puppy. Yeah, you're real comfortable. You're, yeah, not, exactly. you're not a novice. No, I have no problems behind a mic. I have no problems talking to people, taking direction. I've been criticized by some of the best programmers in the country. <laughs> so, so with that being said, I still, I wasn't that good and I wasn't getting that much work. Okay, but what does it mean when you say you weren't that good? I didn't know how to sell a product. When I say I'm not, I wasn't that good. In, in comparing myself with the national guys who really had been doing this for a long time and knew what they were doing, I did not sound as good as them. So, and I, I didn't really know why. So I just kept practicing and all of that. And then it just, you know, it came to me that no matter how far along you are, you can always do well by getting coaching. Okay. And so I contacted Nancy Wolfson. Oh, okay. And I thought, you know, for a while I put that off because I said, Rick, you've been doing this for almost 30 years. You don't need coaching. Just, you know, just work on it and practice and you'll get it. And so I contacted Nancy. And right away, um, Nancy and I hit it off. I started taking her course. She was extremely complimentary. She heard my demo. She really liked my demo. She said, you know, honestly, Rick, I can't do a better demo for you than you've already got. She said, do you do this for a living? And I, I said, no, but that's the reason I got into radio. I really like putting audio together. So I do have an ear for that. Hmm. So she, we started doing her, her course, and I had no idea 
how much there was to learn about about commercial interpretation. Yeah, I was going to say script interpretation, but that's the same thing in that case. Yeah. 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 And and so I started working. I started catching on pretty quick. I started getting a lot of jobs. Uh, pretty soon I was with stars. I started booking some things with them. And one day uh, I did this thing on voices.com. And it was that, that piece for Reagan. And I just did it. And they called me back and they said, uh, we used it. We used your audition. Awesome. I didn't even have to redo it. And I, great, okay. And he said, we just need to know, you know, where to send the check. So I sent him an invoice and I asked him to, you know, send me back the finished product. I thought they did an excellent job. So I sent that to Nancy and she just gushed all over it and said, how Riney would be proud of you. Awesome. And let's listen to a portion of that video or the audio voiceover portion voiced by Rick Riley. America has always been a place bigger than itself. A place to dream big dreams, where even the sky wasn't the limit. But lately, we haven't felt much like ourselves. Jobs are hard to come by, and the government can't seem to do much more than spend money it doesn't have. And we're back. That is really nice. I understand why Nancy was gushing. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, and, and with that, she put it on her Facebook page. Then I started getting, you know, interest from of other people. And, you know, a lot of people pay attention to Nancy. Yeah. So that, that was kind of a turning point. And I started feeling comfortable with myself. I started, you know, I had been with her for a while and I started feeling like I could interpret scripts. And I was starting to get some commercial work and, uh, and things were rolling along. We're going to take a quick break from the interview for some important messages. Sign up for special notices of Love That Voiceover at lovethatvoiceover.com. Just go to lovethatvoiceover.com and sign up. Do you want more wild abandon in your life? How about more time to practice character voices? Then hop on into Love That Improvo, voiceover improvisation. Yes, online on Skype. Yes, from the ease of your home studio. Yes, improvisation workouts online audio only for voiceover talent. Go to Love That improvo.com It's an awesome thing. Three days a week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Saturdays. You can check out the times on the calendar at the site. Love that improvo.com Now, back to the show. So that was a pivotal piece. And as a matter of fact, I heard from a friend of mine who I hadn't heard from in 25 years. It turns out that he had been doing uh, stuff for NBC for, you know, 10 years, was the voice of BBC America. He was an old <laughs> friend of mine. And so, you know, he and I made a connection. And he and I, now we converse on a regular basis. But anyway, so that was, that was a, a major thing. Who is, who is that? David Scott. He was in radio, I assume, when you first met. David Scotty, which he likes to be called <laughs> Mr. Scott now. <laughs> Scotty was uh, my production director at RKO Radio. Oh, wow. And when I was on the air there, he and I used to go into the production room and we would do bits and such. And he was just a, a wizard in the production room. And we would just be in hysterics, just, you know, just creating stuff. I, you know, comedy has been my, my whole life. 
Well, so how did you how did you move out of that doing the shtick, doing the radio show, doing the wire and the people live interactive? Did you just miss that? No, when Clear Channel gave me the old rubber key, I had no place to do it anymore. Right, 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 right. You but, know, so it was it was I, I you know, I, I gave you that little bio of having a failed v- business venture. I tried to syndicate a business type of program trying to figure out what I was Audio is my life. I don't right. know anything else. I, I couldn't change careers. I just needed to find another venue. Yes. And, and so I, I didn't, you know, I, I found out when you do that, you have to sell it yourself. You have to write it yourself. You have to produce it yourself. You have to get it out there. Being a one-man band, I just didn't have that many hours in the day. And this is when my wife is encouraging me to get into voiceover because she says, we never see you and you're really not getting anywhere in this. And she was exactly right. So that was that was that story. Mm-hmm. I talk a lot about advocacy, at least to my friends, and I definitely have mentioned it here several times on Love That Voiceover. Advocacy is when you have someone else, let's say, bigger in the industry, whether they're more well-known or for whatever reason, and that they can advocate your work, which then helps you build your own voiceover career or work or business, however you want to name it. So in this case, you gave also a perfect example of advocacy by Nancy Wolfson about you. She was your advocate. Nancy has been my biggest cheerleader and remains so to this day. So there you go. And that and that's a huge thing. And I wanted to acknowledge that and hold that out there for everybody to kind of notice because, you know, not that it's Nancy Wolfson because she's famous and all that. That certainly helps. But I'm saying, you know, first you, you had the courage, kind of, you had to kind of give yourself courage to believe that you could use a coach, that it wasn't a bad thing because you were kind of maybe thinking about talking yourself out of it for a moment. Right. right. Well, when you've been doing it for so long, I mean, how many commercials do you read over 30 years? You kind of figured you've seen and done it all and just maybe it's just not your thing. She just, she changed the whole game for me by, by helping me to interpret, by helping me to see, by getting inside copywriters' heads, which I really never never knew existed. I, it's always when you're in, in radio, the copy's in front of you, you do it, you get it across for the sponsor, they approve it, and you move on. Right. When you're, when you're doing it, when people are paying you a lot of money to do it, and this is from the top down, they're paying copywriters who are the best in the business and agencies a lot of money, and finally when it comes down to you to interpret this, you've, you've moved beyond that reading it and getting it approved from your local sponsor to uh, a whole different ballgame. Right. And then you better be able to tell a story and be able to, you know, sell the product. Right. And a lot of times selling the product isn't selling the product. Not in the not in the old fashioned sense. You know, that's that's the strange part. Yeah, not in the old fashioned sense. Right, exactly. Those days are gone. Right. You know, so and advertising has changed and Nancy's got a handle on all of that. She you know, the thing she she she'll do you a demo, but she told me up front, she said, Rick she said, that is an expletive, great demo. <laughs> and she said, I couldn't do any, I can't tell you that I can do a better demo for you. So right away, she kind of took herself out of the business of making my demo. Right. And said, okay, you've got that. You're obviously, and she said, I'm going to put you in the working pro category. So she knew I wasn't a beginner. She, you know, placed me in a certain place and we started from there. Right, and right. And I, you know, I told her about something the other day. I wrote her a little Christmas note and I said, um, I said, Nancy, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and I'm doing this, and I just want you to know that in just about every piece of copy, I hear something that you've taught me, and I just wanted to say you're a peach. <laughs> and she wrote back, you know, just the nicest thing. She said, I'm jumping up and down on the couch for you. You know, she's just, she's just been a great cheerleader. 
That's wonderful. And that's huge. Yeah. And it's not just a cheerleader, I'm sure, because putting your video, the Ronald Reagan one, on her Facebook page gave you oodles of exposure. Oh, yeah. And, it's, yeah. and I'm sure yeah. that she talks about you with other people, and I guess that's the definition of advocacy. So thank you for offering such a perfect example. <laughs> And it well, doesn't you know, always this, happen with somebody as famous as Nancy, but still, if it's somebody else in the business who's well-connected and, let's say, you know, in a way, and I, and I want you to jump in and let me know if I state this incorrectly or should refine it somewhere, but kind of bigger than you, right? She was bigger oh, than yeah. you in that moment. Maybe you've uh, Absolutely. crescendoed since then, but, you know, that's what we all want is an advocate for us, you know? Well, let me, you know, my feeling about the whole thing is egos will, in this business will get you nowhere. You've got to have self-confidence, but it's in the end, it's a mutual admiration society. When you work and I, I work with my, with a producer that I've been working with for three years now with the Vikings, Elite Edge Production, we've won four Emmys. And with that, they are totally complimentary towards me and I am totally complimentary towards them. You know, it's, they work hard at what they do. And to acknowledge that, you know, brings you closer together that you want to be a part of that team to help bring what they do to life. I have my job, they have their job. Right. And, you know, to be able to take direction and take it well, and then also to, to be responsive and prompt and know that really, you know, I, I work with a lot of clients, but each of my clients feel like they're number one. And, you know, that's, that's what business is all about. And, you know, they'll write me things like, well, Rick, that's why you're the best in the business. You know, how good does that make me feel? Absolutely. You know, and it's, and it's because I treat them like they make, you know, I couldn't be the best at what I do without having them come through first with all of the foundation in order to make it that way. Great. Well, this is a perfect place for a break. But we've done a great service to people by sharing what you've shared. Thank you so much for that. This is probably the end of episode one. And we're going to take a break. Thanks, Rick. My pleasure. And we'll be back. Until next time. Thanks for listening to lovethatvoiceover.com. Lots of love to you. You sexy, beautiful, adorable person. Take care. <laughs>